Let's talk wellness now, and we're speaking about students with disabilities. While their able-bodied peers enjoy access to quality education and employment opportunities, people with disabilities receive less support and are often excluded from schooling, employment, and broader society. According to the 2016 Commission of Employment Equity Report, people with disabilities hold less than 1% of jobs in South Africa and are hired mainly at the lowest levels of organizations. This is according to Nelson Mandela University. Our next guest then is calling for learning institutions to create conducive learning environments for persons with disabilities through assistive technology training and development. So she's Nospiwo Delubom, Deputy Director of Universal Accessibility and Disability Services at the Nelson Mandela University. Okay, so uh, thank you, for, first of all, for joining us, Ms. Piwa. How are you? Um, good morning, Asanda. Thank you so much for having me. I am fine, thank you. And how are you doing? I'm good, thank you very much. We had a, a chat similar to this with uh, one of our family members here on SAFM Sound Awake, TMFSA, who are in the work that I guess you guys are doing as well in alignment. So where does it begin then, uh, Nosipiwo, when we are trying to create these conducive learning environments for our students with disabilities? Um, Asanda, this is um, a broad topic, right? Mm. Um, but as you say, that we have to begin something. Um, I will open my talk to say it is mandatory that students with disabilities must access the institutions of higher learning because they are the human beings, they are like their peers. However, it is very important that we have to note that they have a need for the support. We do not take them as special people, but we need to acknowledge that they need the support for them to be in the same level with their peers. So the first thing that the institutions need to do is to create an access, like the environment must be accessible so that these students must be there. Because we need to understand that as much as there are special schools in the Department of Basic Education, but there are no special universities or there are no special TVET colleges. So that means now the responsibility of the universities is to create an access to include, to integrate, to mainstream the students with disabilities so that even those learners who are coming from the special schools, when they are at the universities, they do not take themselves as they are still in the special schools. In other words, when these students are there at the universities, they are not going to be treated separately. We are working to eliminate or to break that um, perception to say these students have disabilities, they are coming from different schools. We need to understand that when they are there, they are there as the community of the university. They belong to the university, to the community of the students. So whatever that is happening at the university, it involves all students. In other words, the students with disabilities must be mainstreamed in even to the activities, not 
only the academic activities, but all the co-curricular activities that are taking place at the university. So then it makes sense, as, as it's unacceptable though, but it does make sense that less than 1% of jobs in South Africa are hired then to uh, people with disabilities, given the challenges that you are bringing forward to us. The, the trickle effects, what are, what are the other ones of us not addressing this issue adequately? Can you repeat to yourself? What will, what will the other trickle effects be? As one, we've, we're saying that it's less than 1% of jobs in South Africa that are mm-hmm. given to people with disabilities as a result of the uh, uh, challenges that you're bringing forward to us. What are the other ripple effects if we don't address this uh, adequately, this issue of accessibility? All right. Okay. You know, what will happen? I always argue that. If we always put the percentage, as the, the, the government is doing, that there is a percentage, why there is a percentage in the first place, why there is a percentage that must be there or that must be met for people with disabilities, there is 1%, there is 2% in employment. Mm. Now, it means now, if there is this percentage, it's, it's limiting them because there is no percentage that is put forward for the broader population the abled body. So it means now if this percentage is going to be there for quite a long time or permanently, then we are uh, reducing the number of people with disabilities and it's creating another perception even to themselves because what is happening is that when these students are at the universities, some of them, they are afraid to leave the university to explore the world of work because of this perception that they do not have uh, the capacity or rather they have the limited capacity to deliver in the workplace. So my argument is that that percentage which is put forward, it's creating another barrier for them, Mm. you know, because they will always underestimate themselves that no, I cannot be able to deliver at work. So if I am at the university, let me rather sit here and continue with the, with the, with the education. For instance, Asanda, I want to make an example. At the university, at Nelson Mandela, we have some students who have passed their undergraduate programs and then proceed to the postgraduate programs. They are doing their master's. Some are some of them, they also want to do their PhDs sitting at the university because they are afraid to go out there, you know. So to me, mm. there is something that we need as the country, we need to do. Maybe we can eliminate this issue of percentage that at least the organizations must have 2% of people that have disabilities. Why? So let's not quantify, but let's qualify. Some, some, let us not quantify, um, Asanda. Let's also just look at some messages on Twitter. Blessing Tami Mapumulo says, it's so very important to take care of all peeps leaving 
living with disabilities in our learning institutions. Uh, thanks, blessing there. And Jabulo Mhlaba Mabaso also on Twitter saying, Braille should be introduced to cans so it can separate drink cans and alcohol cans. So a lot of things that need to be done then in terms of how we make things more accessible and create this conducive environment, not just for learning, for persons with disabilities, but an yeah. environment for living. What what yeah. opportunities can people with disabilities who are young, who are students, take or see in terms of creating businesses? All right. Yes, that one is important. Um, I think it goes back to what I indicated, that uh, students uh, with disabilities must be involved in all co-curricular activities that are available in the institutions um, because they need to be skilled for them uh, to maybe to be the entrepreneurs, you know. So mm. now we, we know that in the institutions of higher learning um, currently, there is an issue of entrepreneurship whereby there are programs for entrepreneurship that are taking place in the, in the universities. So I think um, students with disabilities as well must be involved in those programs such that at the university, um, we are busy now tracking the involvement of students with disabilities in these programs, right? Because of the perception that uh, was brought forward to people with disabilities, that um, they have the disabilities and then now they underestimate themselves. Now, they become so reluctant to involve themselves in some other activities. So because of that, we are doing at tracking um, to set how much they involve themselves in these programs because uh, we need Mm. them to be involved in entrepreneurship programs so that they uh, they do their entrepreneurs because they have this they have the skills they have the the talent they have everything that can assist in the in the world of work what assistance can you uh, give then uh, within this regard as the Universal Accessibility and Disability Services at the Nelson Mandela University and how do uh, students get in touch with you? All right. Um, what we do is that we, we, we have the roundtable discussions with them. We want to listen to them and understand what are their learning needs. What is it they want um to do. Mm-hmm. The second thing is that we, we always engage them because we, we want to enable them. We want them to, to speak up because the voice of a student is very important, right? So we are busy doing that uh, so that they are out of themselves, you know. For instance, if I can just touch on students that have invisible disabilities, which is very much critical because the disabilities are invisible. For instance, like the neurodevelopmental, the psychosocial, Mm. they are invisible. And the students that have these disabilities, they tend to hide themselves, even if they reported that they have the disabilities, but they tend not to talk about them. You know, and in that, they are ignored in some of the programs. So what we are doing now at the university is that we are encouraging them to speak up 
about their disabilities mm. and uh, raise their needs. What is it that they need so that we will be able to provide support as per their learning needs. Okay, and then how do they connect with you? All right. Um, there is a unit, and in the unit we have... Um, the coordinators, the student access coordinators, we have the student assistants because as the team leader in the unit, what I have noticed is that if we have the student assistants, those who are still fresh from school, they understand the world our students are in. Now, that is that makes very easy to connect with these students, right? So um, we do follow up we check in on how are they doing and it makes things to be very easy and we we meet uh, you know during this period of the COVID-19 we always meet on teams and um, we talk about these issues so the connection with students it has increased a lot is there anything now, available online yes okay please share with us sorry we're out of time sorry Come again, Asana. Can you share with us what what uh, what's online? How we get online? Oh, okay. Uh, we 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 have the we do the the, the webinars online, and, and then and where can we, people go to for that? Yes, yeah. People they they can they can join. Where? On on Teams. Teams. Okay. All right, yes. let's leave it there for now. Thanks so much for joining us. We are out of time, unfortunately, Nurse Pio. I think we need to have you back. As you say, there's, this is a broad uh, uh, topic that needs attention. Thanks again for joining All us. All right. Okay, thank you, Asanda, for having me. Thank you so much. Nurse Delubom, Deputy Director of Universal Accessibility and Disability Services at the Nelson Mandela University. Let's take a short break. This is SFM Sound Awake.